0: stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Okay, so we talk a lot about how young people um, face challenges, right? I mean, uh, it's expensive to buy a, ho- a house, it's uh, tough to find a job, all of these things. and uh, Sure, everyone's got a sob story, as someone once said. But some interesting new research looking at, well, what does it mean for the parents of these young people? Because I, I think as we're well aware, and it's, there's certainly been a trend towards people living at home longer. You know, maybe time was you'd turn 18 and you were gone, or you'd find a job in your early 20s and you'd be gone. Uh, so it's certainly the, the case that, you know, younger people are staying at home longer, or perhaps they're leaving home and they end up coming back home. Things don't work out or, or whatever happens. So that's a well-documented trend. But, but this is some new research looking at what does it mean for the parents of these young people? Because I think you get to a point, you know, you, you raise kids. Obviously, there's an expense in raising kids. But you kind of get to that finish line. And sure, maybe you're sad to see them go. But at the same time, I mean, it, it gives you a little bit of economic freedom. You're not paying to raise these kids anymore. So that's where this next study comes in and finds that, indeed, uh, there is a cost on, on these baby boomers, and, and in particular on people who are getting close to retirement. Now, it may well be that perhaps these, these millennials will be the ones taking care of you into your later years, but it, that financial burden at a time when you're trying to maybe transition into retirement, uh, can be problematic. So joining us to talk a bit more about her research, uh, Michelle Moroto joins us, assistant professor in the Department of Sociology at the University of Alberta. Michelle, thanks for joining us. You're welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: So what prompted you to to investigate this in the first place?
1: Well, my interest this really actually started with the larger focus that we've seen on young adults and some of their struggles today, as well as some changes we've seen in what we often discuss as this transition to adulthood. So moving into these different phases of adulthood where you get married, have kids, finish your education, find jobs. And we've seen in a lot of that research that young adults today face greater economic insecurity. Um, We also see increasing debt in this group and these changing transitions, which have led many to rely on their parents for support. So a lot of them are now living at home with their parents, and we've seen these rates of young adults living with their parents increase since the 1980s or so. So my research, I actually wanted to look at what this means for parents, particularly in terms of their ability to accumulate wealth. So how does the situation of having your adult kids living at home influence your overall wealth profiles?
0: So in, in terms of the shift that we've seen, I mean, we, we get the sense that this is a lot more common than it was a generation ago. How significant, though, is is the change?
1: Um, we've seen a very big increase in the percentage of young adults living out with their parents since the 1980s. So, for instance, in 2016, about 35% of young adults between ages 20 and 34 were living with their parents, and this has been a steady steady increase over a long period of time.
0: All right. And and I mean, obviously, as you say, a lot of the research that's been done is focused on why that is, the the challenges young people are facing today. But to look at the other side, because I I guess it works out well for the young person, but it it does put a a burden on, on the parents, doesn't it?
1: That's true. So in my research, I used a longitudinal data set to look at parental wealth over time, over about 20 years, and I found that parents held about 24% less in terms of their financial assets and savings when their adult children were living at home versus when they were living elsewhere. So we see this, these effects on parental wealth in terms of living with your adult children.
0: In terms of why that might be, and I guess it depends on, on what kind of a situation we're talking about, if uh, you have a young person who's living with the parents but uh, working and paying rent and, and buying groceries, etc., it wouldn't necessarily mean a, a financial burden. What's your sense of where, where that comes from?
1: Um, So that's true. In some cases, you can see adult children or other family members living at home where they can actually contribute to the household, where they help out household members as well. But in many cases, these young adults are occasionally finishing their education, so they're in school. They might not be working. In other situations, they've also lost their jobs or experienced other types of adverse events like divorce that are leading them to move home. And I think in that case, they're becoming more dependent on their parents. So expenses increase. You see these increasing consumption costs because you just have another person in the household. So your food bills are going to increase. Your utilities bills are going to increase. And I think in many cases, parents are helping their children out, too, in terms of paying their own bills to get by.
0: Well, right. And I mean, you know, some some parents are going to be better equipped than others to to handle that. But, uh, you know, for those who are getting close to retirement, trying to save and plan for retirement, uh, it poses a, a potential problem then, doesn't it?
1: I agree. I think this is going to have large implications for parental retirement assets. So, in this case, I was really just focused on those day-to-day savings. But when your savings decrease, that does mean you have less to put aside for retirement and other things later on, so that can affect these long-term outcomes.
0: Right i mean there, there's a broader impact on society then because we 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 sort of need people to to be able to do as much as possible on their own to to plan for retirement otherwise then there's there's more of a reliance on on government provided pensions and and social services.
1: Yes exactly we've seen these government provided pensions and other social services decrease since about the 1980s or so. So families now are left more so on their own to deal with retirement. So this could be problematic.
0: Yeah, certainly could. So important research uh, in that sense, Michelle. We'll leave it there. Uh, really appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks for this.
1: Oh, great. Thanks so much.
0: Yeah. You you. That's uh, Michelle Moroto, assistant professor, uh, of the Department of Sociology, University of Alberta. So probably not a surprise, but um, you know, one of the first studies to, to really take a, a closer look at, at that connection there. Uh, the amount of time you have um, millennials uh, living at home still, and and the correlation with with incomes or savings rather and assets four zero three nine seven four eight two five five is a number. We are back with more right after this afternoons with Rob Breckenridge starting at twelve thirty on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.